Welcome to the Lion's Nest Podcast. I'm Peggy, and I'm just a mom making it through motherhood one step at a time. Some days our kids are amazingly beautiful, and some days they kind of suck. But I want you to know you're not alone. I'm going through it too. So please join me. Because to be honest, I have no idea what I'm doing. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Peggy. And I'm here with my cat, Jasper. I don't know if you can hear him, but... He's cuddling me right now, and it's so sweet, and his purr is really loud. <laughs> um, I know I talk about my dogs all the time, um, but I also have a cat. We have a very full house with two dogs, a cat, a kid, and a husband. <laughs> um, but we got Jasper a year after we had Dexter. So I always grew up as a kid having a dog and a cat. Um, my parents just always had that. And so if you if when Luis and I got Dexter, um, I just was like, I'm going to need a cat. Like, I'm just going to need a cat, you know. And we had had a really tiny apartment and then we moved to a small house. Um, and at that house, I was like, I have to have a cat, you know, and, um, we found Jasper at the Humane Society, and he was one, they thought, and he was just, like, found outside or something abandoned, and, um, we, like, I saw him, and I was like, okay, I was like, let me meet him, you know, and they brought him to a room, and, Instead of him, like, seeing us and being like, oh, these people want to love me. I'm going to cuddle with them and purr. He literally saw that the woman had brought him through a door. And he went to that door and, like, tried to open the handle. Like, it was the weirdest thing. Like, Louise and I were like, what the heck? Like, he's trying to get out. <laughs> um, And for some reason, I thought that was so smart. And I was like, he's mine. He doesn't even care about me, but I don't care. And um, he's been a good cat. I mean, he's caused us some problems in the past. Like, he's gotten in a couple fights and had some wounds. But he's always been an indoor-outdoor cat. And he always comes home. He'll be gone for a couple days sometimes. And he always comes home. But he's sweet. Like, he's so sweet. He loves to cuddle. Now, um, before we had Koa, he was very much into Dexter like they would like like play sometimes like it was really funny actually he used to at our small house um that we rented for like five years um he would sometimes like when he was home he would sit in the window and if people came by Jasper would like meow like really loud and it was like I always thought it was funny because I was like wow like Dexter's asleep like you're a better dark guard dog as a cat than like my actual dog um so I thought it was funny like they like switched roles or something um but they always got along and then when we got koa I didn't really think about like I don't think I think instinctly like pit bulls and cats just like 
don't get along. Um, and so they sometimes get into fights. Um, Cole will ignore him and ignore him and ignore him. And then one day I just hear, and then she just like nudges at him, you know, like she doesn't even bite him or anything. She just scares him enough that then he freaks out, which I get. So, um, but Jasper has his own room and he has the world. She's fine. Anyways, there's a little bit more about me <laughs> and my animals. Um, how are you? How's life for you? Are you still feeling motivated? <laughs> um, I am, if that helps. I don't know if that helps. Um, I'm st- I mean, it's still early in the year, right? Like we're still like just in this beginning part. So it's fair that the motivation is still there. Or if you've lost it, you know, that's okay. That happens. Um, <laughs> but I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I recently sold my first piece of furniture. So I'm kind of still riding that high of like, okay, like, like this is a thing. Like this like hobby that I've created is a thing. <laughs> um, or side hustle. I don't really know what I want to call it yet. I've only sold one thing, so I'm not trying to get ahead of myself, but, um, it made, it validated me a little bit, right? And that's all kind of what we want. Like when we start something new, we want some, va- some validation. So I wasn't there when it sold, like I was at work and Louise said that the girl who came and picked it up was just like so happy. Like she was like, oh my God, like it looks so good. And that she's like, I've been looking for exactly this. And so I do wish that I would have been there for that, Um, but that's okay, you know, I mean, there will be more, and it's only encouraged me, I mean, I was already encouraged before I sold it, considering the fact that, like, I have three items happening, Um, that's okay, Um, so I am still feeling motivated from that, Um, and then... Also, I've been trying to, I like the last like three or four months, like haven't been working out very much and just kind of like feeling like blah, but I'm just trying to get more consistent again. You know, like I think working out is a total lifestyle thing that is something that you have like high moments and low moments, but I'm just trying to just stay consistent like two to three times a week. And I've been doing that, which is really nice. Um, And I do think that gives me, like, another motivation, you know. Um, But story has been keeping me busy. I mean, I got um, the other day, like, like, we have, for her school, we have this um, app. And I can't remember now if I've talked about this. But if I'm repeating myself, skip forward. Um, But... Uh, So we have this app and her teacher sent me um, a really sweet message the other day that was just like, Sawyer is so friendly and she's like, you know, really gets along with all of her classmates. And I I, like sent a message back and I was like, oh, that makes me so happy. Like, I'm glad to know she has friends because when I talk to Sawyer about school, she just goes, yeah, or no, I didn't do anything. You know, like it's like I get no information. I have no idea 
what is she doing? <laughs> I try and try and I like, you know, get little bits here and there, but nothing like solid. And so I was like, oh, it's so nice to know. And she has talked about a girl in her class a handful of times. And so I was like, okay, at least I know she has a friend. But the teacher was like, oh, Sawyer is so sweet. She gets along with everybody. And I was like, thank you. Like, that makes me feel so good. And then her teacher like sent out this like longer message. It was just like, no, Sawyer is like such a joy to have in class. She listens to the rules better than most kids. She like or like follows directions. She's friendly. She will do any activity we have. And I like literally teared up and started crying because I was just like, oh, my God, like. I'm just so happy to hear that because, you know, you want your kid to be able to be one to represent like what you teach them right so like at home you can like you know you're all the time teaching them like manners and rules and you know these little life lessons that apparently they're supposed to have for their whole life that's what we do as parents right so when you send them off or you're not looking like it's nice to know that your child is doing those things you know and so and the idea that she's friendly I mean so you're so funny and so friendly and but she does get shy like you know she'll like say hi to kids but like anytime she's kind of in a group with other kids it's like she holds back for a little bit like where she's like okay because she's always been an observer so she always kind of holds back and looks around and and it's like she assesses right and then she's like okay like I'll go and do this. And so I just didn't know if that's like what she does every day at school. But the teacher is like, oh, she's she like literally is so happy every single day. We love seeing her in class. And I was like, oh, my God, like it's just so sweet. Like <laughs> I was just like so over the moon. And I was just like so proud of her. And I was like, Sawyer, I'm so proud of you. And she was like, why? You know, like she didn't get it. I was like, just because. And um. <laughs> And then it's like she goes to school like two days later and then I get another message from her teacher and she's like, okay, so Sawyer got really sad today because her friend played with someone else. And then I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, we should, I was like, I'll have a talk with her about sharing her friends. And the teacher was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I think she thought that I thought that now Sawyer was like doing something bad. Like after she had like complimented me with all of those things or complimented Sawyer. And, um, and I was just like, no, I was like, I understand that like you know, this is what kids go through, but she does like, you know, those are things she just has to learn. Like she thought that little girl was her best friend. And then that little girl goes and plays with some other kid. And she's like, Whoa, what the heck? Like, why doesn't that, why isn't that girl my best friend? And so I did talk to her about it and she was like, yeah, it did make me really sad that, that, that girl played with someone else. And so we just like had to talk about it, you know, kind of being like, Hey, it's okay. Like, go make a friend with someone else like you don't have to talk to the same person every day but it's kind of hard to tell a three-year-old that like they do like consistency you know like kids like a certain consistency so I think the idea that her friend like wasn't playing with her which I'm you know they've been in school like four months now like that's a change and to a kid that's a big change I guess you know so like those little things but but I was just really proud of her and you know I'm always proud of her she's a good kid um it means well but 
you know, there's some days at home where I'm like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Uh, but that's every child. Um, but yeah. Um, I also had some other thoughts happening. Um, um, I was on the Peloton today or on my bike from using the app and, um, I really liked, uh, you know, I'm telling you, like they're always just saying really great motivational things. That's why I love the app so much or just the instructors. And, um, I hadn't really like in general just with myself or maybe haven't really been like, you know, we've been trying to have a baby and it's been over a year now, way over a year and it's still just not happening. And so I haven't been talking about it or even really thinking about it. I think I've kind of, well, I told Louise, I was like, I'm, I just want to take a couple months to like not think about it. I mean, it's still a bummer when my period comes obviously, but I, I'm just feel neutral, I guess. And today, like, and you know, no one, no one asked me about it, which is fine. Like, I'm not sitting here being like, why is no one talking to me about this? Um, but, um, my friend, one of my friends who has struggled with infertility in the past, um, we hadn't talked in a while and we were texting and she was so sweet and, and asked me how I was doing with it all. Like she had asked me like, how are you? And then we, you know, I talked and then she's like, no, but like, how are you? Like, how's it going? You know, she's like, you know, I'm always here, which I think is so sweet. And I guess like, I just hadn't really thought about it. Like I had been ignoring it for the like past month or so. And like, I just, like, when my friend asked me about it, I was kind of like, oh, like, I think I'm, like, in this weird numb stage about it. And, like, that's the only way I could describe it. Like, it feels numbing in a weird way. Like, I just feel like there's nothing I can do, you know? Like, all the things I keep trying aren't making it better or worse, I guess. Um, But it's like, you know, I don't know. Like, I just, I just don't get it. (laughs) I don't get it. And I know that other people also go through this and that like, it's just like, I feel so numb about it. I feel so like now I'm just like in this weird stage and then after I had like said that to my friend I was kind of like feeling bad not because she asked me but it made me kind of think like well like is that bad that I feel numb or like that I'm not even disappointed anymore like does that make me in some way like think that I don't want it which isn't true right like that's not true at all but I just like obviously started overthinking like my brain kind of went in a spiral and um but I just like even thinking those thoughts like I was still numb to thinking it like I was just like well I don't know like and then today on the Peloton app I'm using um 
the girl said in there, like she was saying all the stuff. And then she said, you know, your thoughts like don't have to define you. And I thought that was really interesting, right? Because like we all go through times when you feel down and times when you feel up and um, it doesn't have to mean that that is who you are in that moment if you're feeling down and sad and not motivated or whatever, you know, like, or like if you're, you know, telling yourself bad things, like it doesn't have to define you. And so I was like, in my brain, I was just like, okay, like, just because right now in this moment, I'm neutral or numb to like the infertility. Like maybe I don't even like specifically want to admit that we have infertility. Like I just want to be like, oh, it's just like my PCOS and my hormones or whatever. And obviously that (laughs) equals infertility. Like, um, but I like don't say that that often, you know, like I don't admit it even to myself like it's just one of those things where because people was like say all the time still oh, it'll happen it'll happen it'll happen when the timing is right or just stop thinking about it or whatever you know and so but it's true like I'm struggling with infertility and it's sad and it's hard and it's disappointing and I am right now just like in a neutral stage but I don't want to be that way and I'm hoping that I'll turn a corner I'm sure my next stage must be like anger or something I would guess but right now that's where I'm at I did make an appointment with um like I don't have a general care practitioner or whatever like I just for some reason have not found like I've been kind of searching for a long time, hadn't really found anybody, um, but I have my OB, and, um, you know, he's, he was great through my first pregnant, like, through my pregnancy with Sawyer, like, he was fantastic and wonderful, and, um, I'd hoped to go back to him, but I have felt that with, I mean, he sees so many patients, like, so, so, so many patients, like, my last visit was like maybe 15 minutes long and I was just like I don't know why I'm not getting pregnant and he was just like take this pill and then if that doesn't happen then you know I'll refer you out and it was really disappointing to me because I just like I was shocked that I was just like thrown a medication that was supposed to help me ovulate and that then he was like if this doesn't work then I'll just you know someone else can deal with it kind of like because I wasn't like just naturally having this easy time like other people that then it's like oh it's out of my hands you know and so like I know he's a good doctor and I know he's great but like that disappointed me and made me sad and like I didn't feel heard or seen and like I I want to advocate for myself and like what I want and so I've been trying to figure out how to do that and um I also am like on a more holistic journey when it comes to medicine, like just, with, I mean, obviously I use essential oils and things like that. And so, um, I would like to do that also with like the way I take care of my body. And so I have a friend who sees a naturopath, general care practitioner, and, um, 
she's spoken really highly of her and so today I finally just was like I need to finally make this appointment you know like just at least to get a checkup like it doesn't even have to be about infertility or anything but like I should just find a general care practitioner and just someone that I can like you know like I'm having hand pain lately which like my mom was like that could be arthritis and I'm like oh like only 30 but I'm a hairdresser so those things happen you know I'm like I should talk to a doctor who could just like tell me what to do <laughs> or you give me advice or whatever listen to me and so I um made the appointment and I was talking to the receptionist and she said to me she goes okay she goes this is going to be an hour long appointment and I was like really and she was like yeah she's like she's going to go through everything with you like your entire health history and I don't know what it was about her saying that but it's like I had like this like oh like moment like I was like oh my god like finally like someone who's gonna listen to me because before I was diagnosed with PCOS I had gone to doctors like many doctors like at least three or four different people like people would reference me and all these things and I got told many many times that I just needed to be on birth control that would do it or I got told I was overweight and I just needed to lose weight and that I wasn't healthy enough or whatever it was and then it was finally until I had found a doctor who I had talked to and I'd give it up on trying to figure out why at the time my periods were crazy and consistent like so bad I'd like literally given up on it and I had said it had started happening after I like I didn't have any money to buy birth control at one point. And so I, and I think I was like in between insurance or something. And so, um, for years I like then just didn't talk about it or whatever. And then found a doctor and he listened to me. Like he was amazing and was like, I think you have signs of PCOS. And that was the first time I'd ever heard of that. And he ordered me an ultrasound of my ovaries. And then for some reason his office had like, a mishap and then he like moved offices where I couldn't go see him anymore and so then no one ever told me <laughs> if I had PCOS and then I like go see some other lady and then she was like oh two years ago it does say that you have PCOS and I was like what so I've had like all of these really inconsistent experiences with doctors and not necessarily all bad but not great, like some, you know, really sad, some great, whatever. So, but I've just never had this great feeling. So the idea that like someone is going to literally block out an hour to go over my health history just like blows my mind in such an amazing way. I'm like literally looking forward to going to the doctor in one month. It's in four weeks and I can't wait. I'm just like, woo, I'm pumped. I wish they had a sooner opening because I'm so interested to see how different this experience will be like the idea that someone wants to look over my entire history and like and I had said to them I was like she was like is there any reasons like anything you really want to talk about and I was like well I want to know how my body is and I also would love to see if they do have any advice or whatever something on why I'm not getting pregnant you know so I'm excited now like I like made this appointment and like I do feel like because my friend happened to reach out and talk to me about it and like almost make my brain admit that I am feeling this weird numb neutral thing about our infertility and that then hearing the like you know it was just like a a succession of like little bits that made me be like okay finally do this and I made this appointment now I'm like cool like someone is gonna like like figure me out (laughs) you know like that's all I'm asking for 
I just want, I just want someone to like look at the whole thing and be like, hey, you could do this better. You could do that better. Like, you know, whatever. So I'm interested and I'm excited and I think it's going to be helpful. At least I can hope, right? Like, (laughs) can't be any worse than other people. (laughs) I've had one doctor was just like, you just don't exercise enough. And I was like, oh, well, that's a bummer. You know, like that didn't make me want to go out and exercise. It made me feel like shit. Like, and he didn't really say it that way. He literally was like, you're overweight and you need to exercise. And I was like, oh, so now I feel like crap. And I wanted to like binge eat, you know, like, (laughs) so I have faith that this is going to be a really great experience. And I'm going to, I'm going to share it with you guys. Um, you know, as much as I feel necessary, but I just feel that it's going to be good. So if any of you are struggling in any way with advocating for yourself, because that's sort of something that like I'm trying to figure out is like how to advocate for myself and to be like, this is what I want and this is what I'm, I'm saying. And so I think this is a good step to do that. You know, and and maybe I should have said to my OB, like, I don't like that you just prescribed me a pill. Like, and and if he says, like, well, I'm sorry, I don't know what else to do for you, then it's like, okay, then I need to find other help. But, like, I didn't, I was too nervous to say that. And I don't want to be nervous when it comes to me and who I am and my my life, because it is my life. And I think we all should be able to say that and stand up for ourselves in those ways, so... If you struggle with that, know that I'm right here beside you holding your hand because I've been there, I am there, and I'm working on it. Um, so if you have any thoughts or feelings or stories, uh, I'm open to hear that. <laughs> I do have an email at the lion's nest podcast at gmail and i have a has i also have an instagram at the the lion's nest dot podcast um join me there if anything just follow along or comment or whatever i'd love that um but no you're not alone in any of this you know That's what I'm here for. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.